I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in again. This week we have another testimony. It is my friend Nicole Head. Hello, Nicole Head. Hello. <laughs> Get up on your microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. Um, how long? So, so a little backstory. Um, my church had, I guess, started a church plant. Thank you. You're I was welcome. like, not a satellite church, a church plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, tell me how y'all got involved in that church plant. Like, at what point y'all started going there, and, and that kind of story. Um, Zach and I started at Connect probably in the end of 2000, somewhere in 2013, um, not long after Connect became a church plant, um, wow, from like 10 Oakland years Heights. ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it wasn't long after we got married that we started going to Connect, um, and it all happened because the guy that Zach was working with um, did some work up at Cornerstone where Zach met Neil Baxter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zach introduced, or Neil introduced Zach to James. And so uh, both of them invited Zach to connect and we tried it and stayed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Ten years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so James is our pastor for those who don't know. And then you're probably like, you just talked about two different churches. What do you mean you're pastor? Um, so then Connect came and reunified or unified with right. Oakland Heights. What year was that? Um, the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, maybe. I'm losing um, all my timeline. Yeah, me too. I, feel I, so old. I could be very wrong. No, you're probably right because uh, I didn't, I didn't even realize that Connect started like 10 years ago because when I came to Oakland, I think James was a youth pastor. Yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so cool just to see all the different ways God has worked. Um, and then in that time with Connect being out there that y'all started going to that church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, so what is it? I don't know. So maybe I've known you like five years? Something like that. I don't know. Wow. Well, I'm glad to know you. Thanks. <laughs> you do. So tell me just about like, you know, where you were born, like your kids, like just some more stuff about yourself. Um, I was actually born in South Florida and grew up in South Florida until I moved to Orlando for college. I know. I feel like you should have a lot of crazy stories from Florida. Uh, no? <laughs> Florida man stories, I'm sure. We uh, had alligator for my graduation party because it got shot in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it got shot in your backyard? Uh-huh. So I guess it's legal just to shoot alligators because they're... No, I don't think so. Well, I I would probably think that should be legal. (laughs) (laughs) Was he dead at your graduation? I don't understand. Wait. He was dead. He got shot. (laughs) So they cooked it. (laughs) Oh, you ate it. Uh Okay. I thought... I didn't know if he's like a decor piece or what was going on. Oh, no. Okay. No, I'm on board now. That is fine. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, And then... I moved to Orlando for college, where I went to First Baptist Orlando, Um, and ironically, it's a very, very large church, Um, and a small-town boy from Cartersville, Georgia, (laughs) happened to be be there. It was probably two, 
two years, two or three years after I'd started going to First Baptist Orlando. Um, but yeah, he, Zach, being the he, <laughs> uh, joined our college group. Um, and the rest is history. That's, <laughs> That's so actually crazy. the place where we met is the place he proposed in our college. So how many years trailer. ago was that? Um, that y'all met? A long time. <laughs> you sound like me. I'm like, I don't know how many years we've um, been married. <laughs> it's uh, We've been married. It'll be 11 years this year. Um, but we've been together like 14 or 15 years. It's been oh, a long time. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Like well, because I forgot. I forgot you're a baby. Yeah. You're not as baby. old as me. <laughs> So it's like, this is back in 1990. We just talked about my birthday being, I down, forgot. being ah. next week downstairs. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've met him, and then mm-hmm. he proposed. Yep, and then I moved here. Why would y'all? Oh, because his family's up here mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, he moved back, and then I moved here. Uh, and then I started working in school nutrition and have been in that for... How'd you get into that? Um, Question mark. Well, my degree is in food and beverage management from UCF. Um, and I was working in Atlanta when I was living here. Fancy pants. It was awful. (laughs) Uh, and an opening in the school district came open for school nutrition Mm -hmm. and I'd always wanted to do something in, you know, like either that or be a health inspector, but you have to have a biochemistry degree to do that. Really? Yeah. That's very interesting. So, um, I went and took a test and I'd did fairly well on the test, but because I had no experience in the kitchen, um, I had to have experience in the kitchen. So I started at Clear Creek where Anne DeCoker yeah. is actually a teacher. Um, so I actually met her before James. How cool is that? Yeah. So um, people who do not know, Anne is James' sister. James mm-hmm. is our pastor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I worked at Clear Creek for a year and then got more involved and did a different job and then went to central office and then, um, did that. But yeah, it was, that's kind of how it was just yeah. by chance. That's pretty cool. And my, I think my father-in-law told me about it too, because yeah. he was working in the school district at the time. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing for all of my career yeah, no, that's <laughs> outside neat. of working in restaurants. Yeah, that's really neat. So now back to probably... I'm assuming when you're a kid, what, how old were you when you got saved? How did you like, did you grow up that way? Having that knowledge about the Bible or how'd all that come about? Well, um, I come from a divorced household. My parents got divorced when I was in first kindergarten, first grade. Um, so we shared church stuff with my, both my parents. Um, my mom went to a non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad, when my parents got divorced, started going to, um, First Baptist West Palm. And that is where, uh, we ended up going a majority of the time when we were little, um, up until high school. Mm -hmm. I think I would say that's, uh, probably where, you know, I, I got most of my background in, um, church, but that's also where I got saved. Um, I got saved when I was seven seven or eight. I can't remember exactly what year it was. Um, but it was at a Sunday night service at a place called Chapel by the Lake, Mm -hmm. which is no longer there. Um, 
and I knew I was a sinner and uh, my stepmom was actually there with me and um, the children's uh, ministry leader uh, both led me to the Lord that night at Chapel by the Lake and then I got baptized on Father's Day following that oh so yeah which it's ironic because father's day is tomorrow <laughs> right that's really so, cool yeah. i got saved when i was seven yeah so i think a lot of people seem to get saved when they're younger at least our generation i don't know what's going on nowadays but definitely um faith like a child when you're as a, as a kid so what happened you're seven or eight you got saved mm-hmm. you got baptized the next year yep the next year? No. The same year? Same year. Like Father's Day. It was Day. like a couple weeks later. That's what you said. Yeah. So after that, what was your relationship with God like during middle school, high school years? Um, and the, like sometimes people start walking with the Lord. Sometimes they're yeah. like, pick that up later. Yeah. Um, I would like to have said that I walked with the Lord. Um, I put on a really good front, but I wasn't truly doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on mission trips. I went to camps and I don't think I ever really did, you know, yeah. I could, I could make it look like it and put on that mask. Kind of went through the emotions and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, put on that mask, but it really wasn't until the past two years that I feel like I've walked with the Lord. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of, a lot of things in my life that (laughs) I wish I could change and not have done but um I feel like the regrets in your life are are lessons and not Mm -hmm. regrets I guess but you know things that uh God will give you over to to teach you things and and draw you closer to him uh it just takes time Mm -hmm. and uh it takes people in your life that will hold you accountable and uh will help bring you back to him Mm -hmm. so so, <clears throat> you're going to be 34 this year. Yes, uh-huh. next Thursday. Little baby. So, <laughs> so then you went through the motions and stuff in middle school and yeah. high school. College Like even, in your yeah. 20s and a little bit of your 30s, you kind of just live in the way maybe you wanted to live. Yeah. Um, and how Selfishly. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I did too, for sure. Um, so, what you're talking about is at some point you kind of hit rock bottom. Yeah. God let you do that because you were already rebelling yeah. against him. Yeah. He let you hit rock bottom and then you had a choice right. whether to continue in your way yeah. or to turn and in, in to live his way. Was that, I'm not saying like, was that an easy decision, but is it something that um, you really desired to to do at that point or were you still kind of like what in the world is going on you know what I mean yeah no I mean I um for a long time I had wrestled with myself on the things that I was doing Hmm. um I mean even before two years ago you know a lot of things had happened where I knew I had ruined not only my testimony but the testimony of my my personal family of Hmm. my husband of my kids of you know how could God ever you know, want me back, you know, like the prodigal son. Um, but it was a, Mm. like I had fought so long, like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Um, to finally just realize like, I don't have to have myself. God's got me. Yeah. Kind of type thing. Um, and outside of that, just like seeing how much, you know, 
people around me wanted to hold me accountable and just how much like my husband was like gracious and great and you know mm-hmm. just yeah there are times where we fight and it's a marriage but you know he still loves me yeah so yeah I feel like the prodigal daughter <laughs> <laughs> and you are <laughs> but yeah I think that's that is uh something a lot of people struggle with is that if they live in sin and they've lived in rebellion mm-hmm. and they like like I've said this plenty of times before, when I've done that, I've felt like I've dug myself a pit, like a grave. I just might as well lay down and die yeah, because like you're I can't. Like too far gone. Yeah, I can't get out of it. I don't know how to get out of it. And in my yeah. flesh, I kept trying to get out of it. But right. I couldn't figure out what I was. And then also, also like what you were saying, feeling like God was just so disappointed and disgusted with you. He was like, actually, it'd be better off if you didn't come back. You yeah. know, like. Yeah. And we know those are lies of Satan mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um. Because Satan doesn't want you to be able to no, have doesn't. that fruit and, and restoration with the Father. And or if, anybody. No, that is so for sure. Yeah. And it's I think it's so it's so neat and kind that God is so long-suffering for all of us. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, I also am very thankful that you are willing to let God pull you out. Yeah. So many people are just not willing I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to get out of your head when you're in those situations, you know, yeah. and to surrender. And it's just really surrender to yeah. the Lord. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm very, um, I'm very thankful. Just, I feel like you and me have grown closer during that time too. Cause I was going through stuff also, you yeah. know, with things and being able, um, you know, to talk with you and to also, I feel like we were both really seeking, god and like what is it (laughs) like how do do we get this fixed like what do we do here and struggling with things but being willing to wrestle with the hard stuff because we we trusted in god's promises to get us through on the other side of stuff um and and yeah i don't know i'm i'm really glad i'm really glad where things are right now but it's hard to see it when you're in the muck it is it is it's hard to and then especially because it's not only like your own head defeating you you know yeah um before you even get out of bed but also what other people say or what other people decide about you yeah yeah that's tough yeah um but I think that's so much more important what not that everybody is this way at church but but why it's so important to be plugged in not only in your own relationship with the Lord but in in mm-hmm. ch- church where there can be people that like you said hold you accountable yeah help edify and encourage you mm-hmm. help grab your hand and like walk you closer to the Lord like hey we're not getting back in that pit yeah God's got so much more for you you know that pit's covered up now yeah I can't imagine because I I did live a life that was not great yeah um. And when I was going through it and I was trying to get out of the pit, but I was by myself, <laughs> it's yeah. very hard, you yeah. know, um, without the tangible people also that God uses. So now that you've been going through this, you know, restoration process and this growing process and the healing process and all mm-hmm. of the things that God's doing and he does use everything for our good. Yeah. So through all of that, is there any like advice that you might give somebody who is going through something? Maybe they're living in rebellion right now that they're, you know, 
also in a pit that they feel like they can't get out of or those that don't really want to you know is there anything that you would say i would just say cry out to god you know like pray Mm. i feel like that was the thing that really helped me the most was earnestly praying yeah and um having accountability with somebody um and i mean i still have it to this day with uh jennifer yeah long i mean we meet every wednesday uh unless i have a sick kid right (laughs) or something happens um but i mean every wednesday we meet you know and if if there's something like i know i can text her or call her yeah or whatever um even stacy you know uh james and stacy discipled us yeah and um and so I know I could call Stacy or text her and say, this is what's going on. Um, and, you know, Jennifer and I are going through a process that's not quite discipleship, but it, it pictures discipleship. Mm-hmm. And so just having those people in my life that, like, I know will hold me accountable yeah, um, and hold me accountable to the word, um, but also making sure that I'm, I'm praying and staying in the word and, and, mm. um, but also, like, I think a lot of it has to do with how you respond to people, too. Um, because, you know, a lot of times you're going to have people look at you and, and say things to you that you're just like, wait, what? Right. Um, but, it, you know, responding in the fruits of the Spirit, like, mm-hmm. and having those is really important. And I'm still working on a lot of them. Same. Um, Same. Um, <laughs> But I, you know, I'm, I'm just really grateful for the fact that like there's presence of that in my life now where before there wasn't. And, um, ironically, somebody the other day had, uh, sent Zach a video of their graduation and it got brought up again Wednesday uh, with somebody else. And they were like, I just didn't realize that was you in the background. And, and, you know, it just, you've, you've changed so much. And I was like, yeah, I've lost weight and all of that too, but I was like, outside that, I told Zach I was ugly, but it wasn't just that I was ugly on the outside, I was ugly on the inside back mm. then too, because I was, like, I was ugly. Right. Not, you know, like, not on, just on the outside, but on so the like inside. 100% like, your flesh. Yeah, my heart was ugly. Yeah. And my heart was ugly towards people, and I've, I've really, really feel like I've had to work on my heart, mm. and I think, you know, just allowing yourself to pray and earnestly ask the Lord. Like I remember there were days I'd cry out and be like, I don't want to be like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Like mm-hmm. not in a bad way, but just like, I- I'm ready to change. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to change, but like you have to put in the work Yeah, because he's not going to just, the Lord's not just going to change you. Like you have to be willing to do the work. And you know, like I think back to all the times in the Bible where he told Israel, like, this is this is what I have prepared for you. And all the times they still continued to sin. For sure. And he still was like, this is what I have prepared for you. This mm-hmm. is what I have prepared for you. This is how things are going to be. But they still chose to do things that the Lord didn't prepare for him. The Lord didn't have for them. And I'm like, I don't want to be Israel anymore. Right. Yeah. I want, I, I don't want that. Yeah. Like. I want to make it to the promised land and I want to see the promised land and mm. I want to be in it. Yeah. And I want to be thankful for it. And I am like, I like, I am grateful for the fact that I earnestly mm. prayed and sought for him and 
Like, I know it may not look like it on the outside some days because I can still walk in the flesh, but man, it, it's it's successful and yeah, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I think that there's a big testimony in, um, you know, more so like what you were saying with the biggest thing that helped you was like praying and, um, you know, being in the word and having that accountability and things like that. And so you're exactly right. It's like he's going to give us free free will. Yeah. And he's not going to just be like, I'm a magic genie and now you're changed because you want to be changed. But like if we obey yeah. what he's saying to do, he's saying like, this is the formula mm-hmm. <laughs> for you to be the, to, like conformed in my image. <laughs> so like if you'll do it, you must follow it, you know, and I'll and I'll help you do it. But like you have to make that choice to do it mm-hmm. um, and stop being like Israel, yeah. what you're saying. And so I think that in those ways that you did all these things, like you were more conformed in his image yeah. and that's why people can see a difference, you yeah. know? Um, and I, I see that difference too. Like even in just the short amount of time that I've known you as well, you know, five years ago versus, you know, even this year, you know, it's just, and I, and I would hope to also say like for myself too, you know, just really being able to, to give it up to God and being like, my way kind of sucks yeah. <laughs> and your way is better and I want your way and I'm willing to obey you yeah. to see that fruit and trust your promises in that. And I think you're a really great testimony to all that God has done in your life, you know, in your marriage and your family at church, all the things to where you are today. I mean, like, I, like, I know I feel like when you and me talk, we have to always have all these disclaimers, like, not like I'm like this every day, you know, like, <laughs> I still struggle, but maybe fine sometimes or whatever. Yeah. But just seeing, um, just seeing the path that God has, has brought us in has been, yeah. I think, pretty cool. I agree. So what's, what's something that, you know, if you're having a hard day nowadays with maybe your flesh, you know? Like you, you you wake up, you're in a bad mood. You're like, ew. You're like, I hate all y'all. <laughs> What's something that you have found that's been really helpful? Christian for you? rap. Just do tell. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is there like angry Christian rap? No, I feel like that'd be no, it's actually not. Um, I know that sounds really weird. It's just very interesting. Continue. I know. <laughs> Um, no, honestly, like there is a playlist that Zach made for VBS a couple years back, um, just to have like in the background for like games and stuff and to like, when he was doing, I think I want to say it was like fourth, fourth and fifth grade boys. Mm -hmm. Like he had fourth and fifth grade boys with Corbin and, uh, it was just a playlist he made. And like, honestly, it's just like, if I have a bad day, I can turn that playlist on and like, it just... Like, knowing the music that I'm listening to right. is, like, uplifting to the Lord. Yeah. But it's also got, like, a nice, you know, bump to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, just, like, telling Zach that I'm, I mean, being honest about the fact that I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then making sure that I'm in the Word. Yeah. You know, I think that is very important. Yeah. Um, and I know in the past I've not done that mm. or when I've had a bad day like my day spirals uh yeah. <laughs> quickly uh, because I just get in my flesh and I can stay in my flesh and there are days where I stay in my flesh and then I take it out on everybody that I should not take it out on mm. which is everybody <laughs> uh but yeah yeah I mean yeah. you know and I I think it when you have a bad day and you avoid the word and it can lead to a bad path of 
you know messed up thinking yeah i mean and you've got to remember like the lord will give you to your sin like he Mm -hmm. will um and he'll give you to the world and so like being sure that that's not where i want to be and staying off of that and staying away from that is really important yeah i think it's powerful like with the holy spirit living inside of us if we're in god's word he's going to use that to renew our mind and change our fleshly thinking and you're right it's like if we if we just give excuse to our bad moods it does spiral worse because you know we're giving ourselves permission our yeah. flesh being like yeah you have a bad day and they you know popped off at you so you can, can say all this it. stuff yeah. and that's that's definitely our flesh thinking so definitely in the word but i would like so this rap playlist is it on spotify or it's not it's on apple we, music where can we find this <laughs> i need to link to it i can share you i can okay. share it with you all right so um those listening not only will I link to the podcast Spotify playlist, <laughs> but I will also link to Zach and Nicole's Christian rap playlist. It's a VB, It's called VBS Rave. You can call it whatever you want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. No, I like all sorts of music. I think, you know, obviously um, the words is is what matters yeah and so if you got songs about the lord i don't care what kind of music it is like let's go ahead and play it i'm mm-hmm. i'm excited i'm gonna play it when the kids get home today it's gonna be great all right <laughs> um no i remember one time not long ago when we went to ride with zach to go pick up food for the food ministry um it was like i feel like it was six in the morning maybe when that early it was and i had made him very upset that morning i fought with him <laughs> well, so, well he it was, was christian rap yeah he was playing it and i guess he's got some good speakers he does because i came in and, and i was Justin like thomas both have a system in their truck i felt like i was transported back to high school <laughs> i was like what did i just get into <laughs> I asked him, I was like, is this gangster rap? What is this? <laughs> I grew up in Smyrna, but I'm, I'm in Cartersville. This is weird. Uh, yeah, no, that was, he was like, it's Christian rap. Don't worry. I was like, I'm not worried, it but it's six o'clock in the morning. It was bro. probably <laughs> some Andy Minio or, or NF or Tadashi or somebody like that. that. Tadashi. Yeah. That sounds very like Super Mario Tadashi Brothers. Tadashi does a song with Crowder called Home. It's fantastic. Hey, I met Crowder back in the day. Yeah. He's like... I did too. Got some crazy well, I didn't meet him. I went to his concert. Oh, yeah. And I was like front row. Oh, really? Yeah. That's very... Look, I, I went to his concert way back in the day. Sidebar. Sorry, guys. Um, Back when Napster was around, you were probably in diapers. I was not. Anyways. <laughs> and I remember they had this whole thing. Like, did he have the keytar? Did he pull out the keytar? I don't remember. Did this he is... pull out the Guitar Hero guitar and play a song on it? Mm, I don't feel like so. I don't know. It was when he was in the David Crowder band? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, because back... Do you know Louis Giglio? I do. I used to go to 722 the like passion, back in the old days. The passion yes. conferences? Well, no. Those were too big. But we did... <laughs> there was like City in a Hill. It was like some fancy church in Alpharetta or something. I... Um, and there wasn't a whole, there's was like a hundred of us that would go and be David Crowder and Louis Giglio. Those numbers could probably be way off. But, um, but so we would hang out and talk and stuff at the end, me and my friends and, and him. Anyways, but all that to say, this story is stupid. Uh, at the concert, he was like, you know, uh, Napster is still stealing. <laughs> so he had this, this whole conversation of back when um, downloading music was first coming out. Wow, gosh, friggin' old. Anyways, 
moving ahead. I remember those days. <laughs> That's so crazy. I'm glad we could have this conversation about music. All right, so so music helps lift you up, reading God's word, obviously, and then having a good communication with who you're around anyways, about yeah. you being in a bad mood and trying to work work through it for sure. Yeah. Um, so now you are discipling somebody. So you're investing your life into somebody by helping them see what the word has to say and then also showing to them like what God's done in your life and all that kind of stuff. How's, how's that going? I know y'all just got started, but yeah, we just started this week, but, uh, we have spent a lot of time together (laughs) beforehand. Uh, so it's good. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So. I think it's it's so it's so cool to see where you were in despair. Not like you personally. I'm just talking about like in general, like me too. Yeah. Where you were in despair and like just hopelessness and all this destruction and garbage in your life. And then that God restores you. He brings you fruit. And then he's like, I love you so much. Now share this with other people. Yeah. And they're like, I get to share this with other people because I can tell you like, this is this is not an MLM uh, program or whatever. It's like <laughs> <laughs> a pyramid scheme. <laughs> However, let me tell you how great this product has worked for me. <laughs> but it's like real life transformation, what God does, and the fact that we have a priv- the privilege of being able to be used by God to lead others to like just the best life ever, like yeah. the abundance of Him and all all the good things. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It is. I think it's great. Well, do you have any final words that you want to say? They don't have to be final. They can be more words. I don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Nothing. Okay. You got them all. I got them all. I know. I'm trying to think if there's any other. I feel like we've covered all the bases. Um, I've been up for a long time. <laughs> I know. Look, this girl, this girl. I don't even know if she went to sleep last night. I do know. Shortly. What? So what time did you wake up? 345. 345. Yeah. And she's been up ever since. And it's 1030 <laughs> now. So I am thankful that you were still uh, sweet to come over and. Wasn't going to miss it. Well, I appreciate you sharing what God's done in your life. And I hope it encourages other people. I think it will. It encourages me. And I love you. Love you. And I'll see you at church later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just want to say thanks to Nicole for being in the podcast and just sharing her heart. And um, and I will link to the Spotify podcast playlist as well as their uh, gangster rap, not gangster <laughs> um, playlist on Apple. And if y'all have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.